Hello and welcome to SEO SES with me, Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Holland and Barrett. And she's fluffier than a baby raccoon. She's got moves better than an octopus. It's Sarah McDowell, SEO content executive, also at Holland and Barrett. So why SEO SES? Well, we are your special answering service when it comes to everything SEO related, whether it's a topic to delve massively deeply into or something to have a good rant about or whether we're interviewing somebody absolutely amazing for all of their views about an SEO topic. We are back for season two. Sarah, hello. I'm excited that we're back for season two. I have to say, though, because we've not done this in a while, I'm feeling a tad rusty. I'm definitely rusty. (laughs) It's like, how do we podcast? How do we talk? What What do we say in the intro? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) We would like to say that we did that all in one take and it was absolutely smooth, don't we, Hannah? Yeah, I mean, never mind the two beforehand that I blooped on, but yeah. But yes, anyway, how are we doing, Hannah? Not bad, not too shabby. Um, as Well, as you know, obviously, we work together and we're besties, but um, I I felt I thought I had COVID this week and took a COVID test, so I've been feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, but luckily, one of the lucky ones haven't got it at the minute. So. I, bet, I bet you were so relieved when you got that negative result. Yeah, really relieved because, as you know, I'm moving house next week and didn't want to yeah didn't want to postpone all of that uh for the sake of um well obviously for being safe but yeah anyway how are you I'm not too bad I'm not too bad I am getting life is a bit monotonous um did I even say that word right monotonous Monotonous, yeah monotonous monotonous. Uh, because obviously we've been in lockdown for a while well over a month now isn't it yeah so um but we all have to do what we have to do from pandemic, don't we? But I'm just, I'm just, the, the thing that I'm next looking forward to is when things are eased a little bit and you can go for walks again with people. Yeah. Like that That's the one thing that I'm looking forward to. Um, but no, I'm, I'm good. I had a very pretentious breakfast this morning. Ooh. I had smashed avocado on bagel with chopped up uh, tomatoes, cucumber and some spring onions in there. So, that's amazing. You know. Like, God, that's literally weekend goals. It, it is weekend goals. Let me guess, you had a protein bar for your breakfast? <laughs> Do you know what? We're out of protein bars or if you have any, they've been packed, so... Um, I had what I've had every day this week, which is plain toast. Oh, okay. Well, but you're very exciting moving to Scotland. Yes, very exciting. Very, very exciting. I mean, from a selfish point of view, I'm just glad that I've got somewhere to go and visit. Yeah, definitely. Free holiday. Obviously, after pandemic times, you know, we're not going to break any rules, people. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. Um, so this week, the title of this podcast, and this is clickbaity as hell. So your husband, Hannah, is going to love it. Uh, we <laughs> The title of this week's episode is Why Keyword Rankings Aren't All That. Ooh. I know, I know, a bit of a controversial one. Um, but we're sort of going to explain why it's flawed, other things that we should be measuring, and um but then 
we always need to play devil's advocate and see both sides of the coin. We are going to look at reasons why um, like tracking rankings is important. So it's a bit of like an all-rounder of, um, yeah, like thinking about the two sides of this, basically. Yeah, because like you say, we know tracking rankings is really, really important, but it's not the be-all and end-all and it shouldn't be 100% of a focus. Mm. Exactly, exactly. And um, yes, and I think we like to give both arguments, don't we? So shall we kick off with explaining why it's flawed, why keyword rankings can be flawed? Go for it. Okay, so I'm going to kick off and talk about ranking fluctuations. Now, uh, like this is a frustration in SEO and um, I don't know if it's more of a case with some industries compared to others, um, but ranking fluctuations happen all the time. Um, So Google is always changing up and testing what it shows to its users. So for example, um, there's times where I will put a keyword in. So for example, let's say um, vitamin D. Um, And one week I will look at the um, results page our results page and all on page one is um, articles and educational pieces around vitamin D. But then you look like a couple of weeks prior and Google is testing showing like product pages and um, yeah, and where, where you can buy vitamin D. So that's just one example, but fluctuations happen all the time. Like you will see yourself one day that you're in position three and then a couple of days after you're in position five and then like a couple of days after that you're back where you were before Mm. um so I suppose the argument here is that because of the fluctuations and this happens if you stick too much by this when you see yourself go down you'll spend all this time but you were going to go up anyway yeah does that make sense yeah (laughs) yeah um Yeah, so that's a key thing to sort of um, remember in SEO, that fluctuations happen all the time. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we're going to go on to like why we need to look at fluctuations. But Hannah, what's your what's your next point on why it's flawed? Yeah, so what the sort of first thing that comes to mind for me is that pages can rank for more than keep one keyword as well. So if you're tracking, say you work in the bathroom industry, and you're yes. tracking like bathroom vanity unit because that's what you call your bathroom cabinets. And suddenly, like maybe there's been a load of content based on bathroom cabinets, or there's been links to sort of using bathroom cabinets as anchor text or something like that. And you've dropped for bathroom vanity units, but actually you've gone up for bathroom cabinets. And it could be that. Sorry, I'm just ducking out of the way because my uh, my next door neighbour has just come out and I'm, I don't want to be talking on the microphone and not yeah try and make an effort to wave. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Podcasting at home, people. Podcasting this is home. what happens. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not being rude either. It's just that, I'd, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> by, by ranking for one thing, uh, sorry, dropping ranking for one thing, you might have actually picked up rank for something else. And it could be that that's actually got more search volume. It's more beneficial. So while you've had more sessions and revenue that week, but your rankings have dropped, it's kind of, that would explain it. But if you'd been tracking sort of absolutely the whole universe of everything that you're ranking for, rather than maybe like a set list of keywords that you haven't changed in the last six months, it's not going to be representative of actually how you're performing. 
Exactly. And that really nicely, like we're professionals, Hannah, because this really nicely leads me on to my next point about how you could be wasting your time on a keyword that you think is important when there's a better one suited. Mm. So you pretty much said that, didn't you? Um, so yeah, by tracking just one one keyword or like your be all and end all keyword that you want to rank for, um, yeah, like you say, if you drop rankings, it might be because you're ranking for a much better keyword that is um, driving better revenue for you because it's more relevant to your product or your page or what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to educate people on. Um, so with sort of like keeping a closed mind on your keywords, you might be wasting wasting time on a keyword and you're missing out on opportunities. Yeah, really, really good point. And I think the the other thing to think about is like you say missing out on opportunities you could get so caught up in like dropping maybe one or two positions for something that you've you then focus all your efforts on on that one thing when actually you've missed like a massive opportunity somewhere else it could be yeah you like you say maybe you've dropped for something that's sort of seasonal or something that's gone slightly down in terms of demand and trends when something else has gone up that you could have been jumping on if you'd have looked at that instead Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so those are some examples of why why it's flawed. Um, I think now um, what would be a really good thing is if we move on to like other things that we sh- uh, that we could be looking into or other things that we should be measuring. Yep, go for it. Uh, so first things first, I'm going to go with search visibility. Um, so this sort of leads into like what we were saying about like how a page can rank well, it does rank for more than one keyword. Uh, search visibility is a much better metric to look at um, because with search visibility, you can see just all the wonderful keywords that a page is ranking for, and you can and you can identify from this like pack of keywords like trends in what type of keywords are working best for that page. Um, and it also gives you like a, a clearer picture. And by looking at search visibility rather than one keyword or a couple of keywords, you're less going to get sort of um, like sucked into like looking at just one keyword, like, oh my God, why is it like dropped in rankings? Because if you're looking at like a whole picture of keywords, you'll be able to see, oh, I have um, this keyword has dropped out. However, we've got all these keywords and they seem to be performing better because they're more relevant. And because they're more relevant, we're actually, we're making more money from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so search visibility. I, I mean, is there anything else that you would add on to search visibility? Or have I explained, have I explained that in an ask about face kind of way? No, yeah, no, no, very, very eloquently, in fact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think the only thing to add really is that the sort of the other aspects of that is that, again, in terms of measurement, so there's other ways of measuring that. So uh, like you say, looking at where things have been proved rather than gone down. So like like I mentioned earlier about sessions, for example. So yes. you might have, um, you've sort of dropped in rank, but actually sessions are somehow up, probably because you now started to be more visible for longer tail, super relevant things. Um, or it could be that there's a new, a new product that you're relevant for or one of the um, things that I've noticed recently um, was on a site where um, we'd literally used a 
this is this is the my sort of side hustle site. Um, and there's a competitor called Kiss My Pampas. <laughs> and we started ranking for Kiss My Pampas. And I was like, well, no, Kiss My Pampas discount code. And I was like, I don't understand why this is. But then I realized that on our homepage, there's like some Pampas sayings. And one of them is Kiss My Pampas, um, which is like, yeah, it, part of a blog post, basically. But that actually helped us to rank for it, probably because we just literally got linked to an article with Kiss My Pampas as words on the homepage. So it could be any reason why your sessions have gone up. It doesn't necessarily, yeah, again, it's all about what you actually have started to rank for, which maybe you possibly don't expect to, but you wouldn't do if all you're focusing on is a set list of keywords. Yes, exactly. And um, I've picked, I've sort of touched on this before, but another thing that you should be measuring is revenue um, because SEO should be like we we always say in every that when we can that SEO should be part of this big oily marketing machine and if it is part of this big oily marketing machine then one thing that you should be tracking is revenue and I think sometimes tracking revenue over like rankings is better because at the end of the day um clicks and um like sessions on your website are good but what you also need to be looking at is okay like is is this are these set of keywords or are the keywords that I'm going after are they are they generating me revenue um because at the end of the day like you need SEO to give you ROI and obviously um, with SEO, there is ROI in like sending traffic to your website, um, getting people um, like visibility, getting people to know who you are, um, getting found for um, non-brand related keywords and more generic. But it should also be generating revenue, and that is that is one thing that you should be tracking as well, um, because by tracking revenue, you can highlight which keywords or set of keywords or type of keywords are goldmine for you. It's like you've literally just optimized that sentence for keywords, <laughs> <laughs> type of keywords. Um, I am an SEO professional. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'm a little careful because I completely agree with what you're saying about revenue there. However, that's also when it's really important to make sure that you are also checking rankings because revenue can be massively inflated by perhaps something being mentioned in the media or uh, yes. seasonal happening. And that's when you need to start looking at demand as well. So that's why you would look at, say, for example, the impressions that have gone up for something in your Google Search Console account. And then, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, as well as um, impressions, maybe have a look at Google Trends or exploding topics and see actually in the last week or last month or whatever period you're measuring, has something really blown up to make your revenue go up despite your rankings decreasing? Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so I suppose what we're kind of saying is it's it's not just like one metric that's better than the other you have to there's a couple of metrics at play that you need to be looking at together isn't it at least I mean these are just literally scraping the surface aren't they I think oh definitely there's definitely there's pages there's yeah like errors on site there's all your <clears throat> sorry all of your um core vitals things they make such a big difference page speed as you know we could list them for a, a long time Yes, and I suppose this is just sort of proving um, that like uh, tracking rankings is important, but there's so much more at play, isn't there? And these are just a few examples. 
Um, so yeah, and uh, is that everything on things to measure? Have we covered everything? Yeah. Um, I've just thought of one thing as well. Um, one thing to another thing to like look at, just as it's like sprung into my mind, is um, impressions versus click through rate. Um, because if you if you are um, so you can track this through the wonderful tool that is Google Search Console. Um, but if you are seeing that there are quite a few um, keywords where you're getting quite a few impressions, so uh, visibility is good um, for that keyword, but your click through rate is low in comparison or not as good, then you know that there's something. Um, that you could be doing better with your um, metadata, isn't there? With your page titles and meta descriptions. Um, so that's another one that's just sprung into my mind. Um, but yes. <laughs> but it also depends on rankings because you might be getting loads of impressions but still be ranking page 10. This is true. This is true. Yes. So this is what we're saying, isn't it? So there's a lot of things at play. And like SEO is very much invested, investigative investigative <laughs> yes help right. me out is that, yeah, is that right. the word yeah. yeah uh so yeah you need to find out like what is going on don't you um and look at all these metrics together to see to see what's going on uh right okay uh last point um and then it's time for the future and i'm very excited because it's the first one back in season two and i've done it so kind of <laughs> bet you're very excited i am very excited um so we need to talk about uh why tracking rankings is important uh now yes uh can we just say that we're not backtracking here um but we also we don't want to make any seos angry out there because yeah i bet you there's people like oh rankings is important um so so yeah so we are now going to cover why we need to be looking at rankings and i'll let you go with the first point hannah <laughs> okay cool um so i suppose we've, we've kind of touched on this but really specifically one of the things that you do need ranking well do need to track rankings for is so that you can identify when some, there is an issue so whether it's that a competitor's absolutely smashing it and has blown you out the water in terms of page one um or whether it's actually because there's an issue on your site maybe maybe the, the page that was ranking for something's 404ing or has accidentally been no indexed or it's redirected somehow um it's really good to if you have suddenly dropped in ranking and you shouldn't have because actually you've checked impressions you've checked google trends and demands actually still completely up there it's just and there's nothing else that you've done to sort of divert um, traffic anywhere else, then it's worth, yeah, worth, well, the only way really is finding out, actually we've dropped in ranking um, and that's why we've, we've suddenly got less impressions and less revenue. Mm, definitely. Sorry, less definitely. sessions and less revenue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Um, another reason why tracking rankings is important is um, so obviously in SEO, we like to run tests. Um, so you might run tests um, with, say, for example, your meta descriptions and page titles. So you might want to uh, test a certain um, wording or what you're putting in there. Um, so running these tests are very important um, because you want to see what what's getting people on your site what google's liking what's getting you click-through rate what's getting you ranking um but one 
quick and efficient way to see if a um, test is like really plummeted is by um, checking rankings. So whenever I run tests, I always check to see what that page is ranking for first. And then I make a note of that. Then I do my tests and then um, a week or two later, I will then see what the rankings are. Because if you see a drop, then you then you can say, oh, okay, that test didn't work. And vice versa, if once you've done that test and you can see like in, uh, that you've improved and there's a trend of your rankings going up, then you know, oh, that test actually did work. Um, so yeah, that's another example of when you need to be tracking your rankings. Yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing is making sure that, I suppose by having a, and I know I've gone on about not having a set list of keywords <laughs> by actually tracking a, a decent amount of keywords you can start to see whether pages have got the right purpose or not so one because you make sure that every page on your site has got a purpose and it's targeting a keyword or a set of keywords but secondarily so that you aren't cannibalizing so you can make sure that yes. you've not got one one or more pages all going after the same keyword, which obviously Google hates, users hate, and you just, it should never be done. Yes, definitely. And I think um, cannibalization is a big thing, isn't it? Because, yeah, like cannibalization, you're just going to confuse Google and you're competing against yourself, aren't you? So. Exactly. <laughs> that's never and I suppose as well one thing to like throw into the pot as well like um if you're like starting from scratch with a website as well having like a a set like you need to do your keyword research you need to like be checking and looking or oh, what should should we be ranking for or what would we like to be ranking for and you do need to be tracking that because you want to know if what you're doing is working and if your efforts are um, resonating with Google and, and people and your potential customers. Yeah. Um, but I suppose the, the key thing here is just like, yes, we need to track, but just don't get hung up. Yeah. Don't get too hung up, I suppose, is what we're saying. And it's all about like looking at metrics together. Um, and yes, whilst um, it, a trend in keyword rankings might be a good indication that something's wrong with your site, at the same time, like it could be that like you're just ranking for a better keyword that's working better for you. Love it. Um, so yes, uh, I think, uh, I feel like we've done a pretty all-rounder there. Would yes. you say so, Hannah? Yeah, I think people will know if they didn't already that keywords are really important and <laughs> you should definitely track them. <laughs> or they're not all that compared to other stuff. I don't know. This, this is this is this is the debate, isn't it? Well, all of those things, all of those things, all of those things. Um, so so yes. Right, Hannah. I can't, I'm actually quite proud of us how smooth this podcast has gone. Yeah, it's not been too bad. What do you mean too? Come on, Hannah. I think from my side, I've definitely been a bit like, <laughs> Wow, you're just being unkind to yourself there, Hannah. <laughs> you have to be kind. Uh, right, okay. So, are you excited, Hannah? Yes. <laughs> I feel like you need to work on your excitement um, sounding ways. <laughs> But so, so we have a, um, a tenuous link here with the feature that I've done. So obviously, because we were talking about rankings, 
And one thing that I am missing, and I'm, I'll am i be so glad when we can do it again, but traveling. Do you remember that, Hannah? Do you I do. remember when you yeah. could go on a plane and go abroad and go and visit somewhere? Yeah, sounds mad. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> is that real life? Um, but yeah, so basically what, what I have got is, so I took this from um, govisity.com because they looked at the most visited countries in the world. So I've got a list and you've got to tell me if the one before had more or less visitors. Is that clear as mud? It is. So Hannah, are you ready with the first one? I am ready. Okay, so we're starting off with France. And they get 82.6 million visitors. Next, we want Mexico. So do we reckon Mexico is more or less than France? More. I'm afraid that is wrong. Do you know what? I thought, ah, I was really, that was a really tough one. I was like, no, I'm going to go more. Okay, that's fine. I'm over it. <laughs> moving right so mexico has 35 million visitors compared uh which is quite a difference isn't it yeah. uh okay china more or less than 35 million more. yes well done thank you so we're 50 50 so far so not too bad hannah not too bad at all thanks i feel like you could probably hit you right now with that <laughs> Spain. Is Spain more or less than 59.3? More. Yes, you're on fire. So Spain is 75.6. Do you know like when you do a spin class and then you get like an automated thing like, yeah, come on, you're on fire. I feel like that's how you are in this. <laughs> well, maybe this should be my side hustle. Maybe I should be a, a shouting gym instructor. You should, you should. Turkey, more or less? Less. Yes. Um, do you want to guess how, like, the ballpark figure? No. For Turkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Turkey is thirty million. Italy, more or less than thirty? More. Yes. Well, I've Italy is one of those places that I really want to go to and haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, also, I just want to apologise if my WhatsApp was in the background there. Not very professional, but I think we can get all past that, can't we? Uh, so, <laughs> United Kingdom, the UK, do we get more or less than Italy? More. No, we get less than Italy. To be fair, I, th I think that's deserved. You know what I mean? I just thought we get loads, but clearly, clearly uh, not, not. Um, not with the world I mean comparing UK to Italy I know where I'd rather have a holiday <laughs> oh definitely definitely <laughs> okay the US more or less than us more yes I think that was an obvious one for me to put there but hey ho <laughs> can't can't right last two Germany more or less than the US less yes Oh my gosh, you're doing like 
cracking on this one. Thank and you. we're finishing off with Thailand. Do we reckon Thailand is more or less than 35.6 million? More. No, it's a fraction less. So oh, Germany, cool. 35... Uh, Come on, Hannah, how many times have you done that to me where it's like a fraction of a difference? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yes, Germany is 35.6 and Thailand is 32.6. So, not that much in it. But, yeah. Did I say how much Germany was? Uh, Not Germany, uh, US was. No, I don't think you did. Okay, US is 75.6. Wow. So, who's the winner now? Is that... Yeah. Oh, no, the US and, well, according to my source, the US and Spain get the same. Crikey. That is a Which lot. Which I don't, that is a lot. And I'm kind of thinking, did I copy and paste the yeah. uh, data wrong here? But anyway, <laughs> uh, you got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six right and three wrong so you 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 bla- blazed that. That's what I think, is it? You... It's got to be like a record for me. <laughs> what are you on about you're good at these features well i think you need to be kinder to yourself hannah anyway that um brings us to the end of our first episode back in season two uh episode that was a very long-winded way wasn't it hannah it was <laughs> have you had fun i did actually yeah i've enjoyed having not not even a ranty one but more of like a just conversational one yes it was a nice one to come back into and i very much enjoyed it as well um shall i or do you want to say how people can get in touch with us um so you can contact us via hello at seosas.com no podcast.com that's it hello at seosaspodcast.com um on twitter seo underscore sas you are on twitter uh, sarah mcduck or sarah mcd uk and I am on Twitter at SEO SES Hannah. Wonderful source. Wonderful source. I've lost the plot, Hannah. Oh, me I too. have lost me too. I feel like it's food time. We need food. It is lunchtime. Um, yes. And if you, a couple of asks from me, um, please do, if you enjoy and are a regular listener and aren't already, please do subscribe. And then the last thing to say is if you fancy leaving us a cheeky review, that would also be bloody wonderful. Um, so yes, I think there's nothing else more to say apart from stay safe, be kind, keep smiling and anything else, Hannah? Um, make sure you eat your lunch yes and until next time (laughs) bye